Welcome to French Conversations for Beginners. Learn everyday French from Janina, the language teacher, and Joël from France. Uh, we have a very special guest this week from Paris, uh, but she actually lives in Brazil now, so we're talking to her in Brazil. So could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Bonjour tout le monde. Donc, euh, je m'appelle Gaëlle et je suis française. Je suis parisienne de Paris, mais je vis au Brésil. Ça fait environ deux ans et j'espère bientôt retourner en Europe. Okay, so if you're a beginner of French, so this is Gaëlle is Parisian and she's been living in Brazil for two years and she's hoping to come back to Europe, or maybe France, mm -hmm. I, but she, she said Europe uh, shortly, right? <laughs> That's it, yes. Okay, so can you tell us, so do you miss France, do you miss home, or why are you in Brazil? Uh, well, I'm in Brazil for the dancing, actually, uh, so there is a type of Brazilian dance, they call it a ballroom dance, but it's like a Brazilian ballroom dance, um, I should speak in French, right? No, this is for beginners, so it's, this is culture, so, and we'll get to the French lesson in just a minute, but that's, that's fine, oh. yeah. Okay, fine. Um, so, yeah, I, uh, I came to Brazil for the dancing, and um, I ended up staying a little bit longer here because I actually found my fiancé, uh, but the life is a little bit difficult in Brazil, so we don't know how good we have it in France, I guess, and in Europe in general, until we go somewhere somewhere else where it's a bit more difficult. So the idea is to come back to Europe. And I said Europe, not France, because I will probably go to some other country. But at least if it's in Europe, everything is very close and it's very easy to come back to France, visit my family and so on. So is he French or is he Brazilian? He's Brazilian. Ah, okay, okay. So um, a quick uh, question. So today's lesson is going to be all about um, climates, which we'll get to in a minute, but uh, you are an amazing linguist. You speak different languages and you've traveled and it's all very impressive. And I know you do a lot of work with your students on italki, so you can connect with Gail and learn real Parisian French from a proper amazing linguist and teacher online. And I'll give you a link in the show notes so you can connect with her but you also do a lot of work Gail with accents can you can you speak just really briefly about um about how how you as a teacher help people with accents yeah so a few people come to me to improve their accent I have a special course for that for that actually on italki and um What I found quite often uh, is that people are not sure what they should improve. So I have to guide them. I have to listen to them first. And um, most of them, if they haven't had much experience with learning other languages and if they are monolingual from birth, like I am, for example, it's a bit more difficult for them to hear different sounds that they don't have in their native language. Uh -huh. So I uh, make them talk a little bit at the beginning. I take some notes. And usually for those people, it's um, it's usually the same things that come back. So, for example, the A sound, phonetically it's A, but it's written A, uh, is usually one of them. Uh, for example, people would say travail, and they go tr instead of 
try, let's say. Mm -hmm. And uh, you have to be consistent with this kind of sounds because in English you tend to make the... Mm, it depends. Sometimes the accent is on the first syllable, sometimes on the second. So something like travail, they want to put the accent on the second and they kind of downgrade their pronunciation on the first syllable. Mm -hmm. And we don't exactly have that in French. So this is something typical I end up working with. And then, of course, we work on the typical things my students want to work with, like the French R which actually is not only one, there are three different ways to pronounce the French R, mm -hmm. and people end up learning about that too. Um, so yeah, we work on these kind of things. Excellent. Thank you so much. So as I said before, we're going to talk about basic, this is beginning French, talking about the climate and weather. Can you tell us a little bit about the, you know, the climate in where you live in Brazil and how it's different from France? So in English, this part? Yeah, please. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Culture, yeah. Um, yeah, so, well, when I was living in France, I was living in Paris, and it's not a very famous city for, for being sunny. This is usually more the south of France. Uh, so I was used to a pretty mm, uh, gray weather, let's mm. say. Uh, not much sun except in the summer. The summer could be quite hot. Uh, but the rest of the year, um, it was a little bit grayish, uh, especially in the winter. It was raining quite a lot, a little bit more similar to England in the winter, maybe, but not as much, of course. Mm -hmm. um, and then Brazil has been really different, of course. Uh, it's very sunny. It's semi-tropical here in Rio de Janeiro. Okay. And um, they have a lot of sun. Very little rain, but when they do have rain, it's very short, but it's very intense. So, for example, in Paris, we have just a little bit of rain regularly. It can last sometimes um, a few hours, and it can be little in comparison to Brazil or, or to Rio, where when you have rain, it might last one hour, two hours, sometimes less, sometimes more. But it's really intense, and you have to take cover, otherwise you'll get completely soaked. <laughs> okay. Wow. Thank you so much. Okay. So we're going to go and start this dialogue. And as we do in this series, we do the dialogue. And then after we talk all about uh, what it all means. So, uh, qu'est-ce que tu as fait pendant le week-end? Je suis allé à Versailles. En voiture? Oui, par la nouvelle route. Comment est-elle? Elle est meilleure que l'autre. Malgré la pluie, Elle n'était pas glissante de tout. Elle doit être aussi plus jolie que l'ancienne. Bien plus, parce qu'elle traverse la forêt. Est-ce que tu vas à la campagne ou au bord de la mer cet été? Je ne sais pas encore, mais je voudrais du soleil. Il y fait chaud et sec. Oui, mais mon mari n'aime pas la chaleur. Alors, tu devrais choisir l'Atlantique. Il y fait beau et frais. Et Henri, il va où cette année? Il a une villa en Normandie pour la saison. Il fait toujours mauvais temps dans cette région. Il y pleut très souvent et il y a trop de vent. Non, pas toujours. Tu exagères. Peut-être. En tout cas, les automnes sont très humides là-bas. Et ici, il fait quel temps en hiver? 
Il gèle et il neige en général pendant deux mois. Mais cette année, il a fait moins froid que l'année dernière. Okay. So, all right, you have been really helpful. Can you point out to the audience the pronunciation mistakes I made since you're an accent expert, please? <laughs> <laughs> mm, so... I, I wasn't focusing exactly on that, but let's see. There's something that I noticed, which is about uh, diphthongs. Do you yep. know what diphthongs yep. are? Yeah. Can you explain to our uh -huh. audience? Cause... Mm -hmm. So diphthongs, um, we don't have too many of them in French. It's quite rare. And even when we have them, we don't have them in the same way uh, that they exist in English. So I'll give an example where I would hear that. For example, in, um, I think we had voudrais, je voudrais du yeah. soleil, this sentence. Um, so a typical mistake would be to say je voudrais and go like a at the end. So we would have two sounds instead of one. Right. We would have a and we would have y at the end. A bit like hey, you have this hey, you kind of close your mouth yeah. and your tongue is actually getting higher to the roof of your mouth. But in French... Almost 99% of the time, um, well, actually 100% of the time, if I think uh, in a French way, uh, the French vowels are pure. They call them pure in phonetics. And that means you have just one sound at a time and you don't really have this this mixing that sounds a bit wavy to me in English. Mm -hmm. Like, whoa, it sounds very wavy. Yeah. So we don't have that in French. So I imagine for an English native speaker, they would have to um, stop with that wavy thing and they might feel like they have to uh, speak in a, in, a, in a bit of a dry way maybe. It mm -hmm. will sound a bit more clack, 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 a bit more like this. Okay. Uh, but it will sound natural to a French speaker. So... Here, instead of je voudrais, you would have to say je voudrais. And ah, it's very okay. at the end, hey, je okay. voudrais. Thank you. Mm -hmm. um, so let's break it down. So I've got some questions for you. So uh, how would you say, what did you do during the weekend? Or what did you do, yeah, during the weekend? How would you say that? Qu'est-ce que tu day. as fait? Uh -huh. Qu'est-ce que tu as fait pendant le weekend? Okay. So pendant, that literally means during, but we would use that like, what did you do, you know, this weekend or last weekend is basically how you would mm -hmm. ask that. Okay. Yeah. And how would you say I went? Je suis allé. So yeah. we use the verb to be here. We actually say I am gone, but it means I went. Yeah. Je suis allé. And how do you say to? That depends on where we are going to, but uh, a lot of times we'll use the preposition à. Okay, with an accent over it, okay? Mm -hmm. And how would you say in your car or in, in by car? Uh, by car, en voiture. Okay. You say, uh, how would you say yes on the new road? Oui, uh, par la nouvelle route. And how would you say, how is it? Comment est-elle? And it's better than the other one. So... It's better could be anything, but since we're talking about la route, it's feminine. Uh -huh. Elle est meilleure que l'autre. All right. And, and how would you say in English, malgré la pluie? How would you say that? Despite the rain. Yeah. And it wasn't slippery at all. Elle n'était pas glissante du tout. Okay. 
glissant, slippery, or yeah, that's the best translation of that word, right? I would think mm-hmm. at all. Yes. Pas de tout. That's a good, useful phrase. Pas de tout. Not at all. Um, mm-hmm. And how would you say? Uh, okay, so our next our next line here was, um, "Elle doit être aussi plus jolie que l'ancienne." So it should be prettier than the old one. Is that correct? Yeah, it must be uh, as pretty as the older one. The okay. old one. Okay, mm-hmm. I, see, I see that where the OC is there. Okay, and then how would you translate "bien plus" exactly? That kind of transitional phrase. Maybe I would say in English uh, a lot more or much more. Okay, so "bien plus" or as well, maybe as mm-hmm. uh, because it crosses the forest. Parce qu'elle traverse la forêt. Okay, and. In the next one, you asked me if you're going to the country or to the seaside this summer. Est-ce que tu vas à la campagne ou au bord de la mer cet été? And then I said, I still don't know. I still don't know. How would you say that? Je ne sais pas encore. But I would like some sun. Mais je voudrais du soleil. And I say, it's Hot and dry. There. I, uh-huh, there, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Il y fait, so that's this E sound. Yeah. Il y fait chaud et sec. Right, and I said, yes, but my husband doesn't like the heat. Oui, mais mon mari n'aime pas la chaleur. All right, then. Or then, uh, you should choose the Atlantic. Alors, tu devrais choisir l'Atlantique. And it's pretty and cool there. It's good weather and cool there. Il y fait beau et frais. And then I asked, uh, oh no, you asked me this. Um, and Henry. Uh, et Henry. Where is he going this year? Il va où cette année? And then I say, he has a villa in Normandy for this season. Il a une villa en Normandie pour la saison. And then, uh, okay, so how would you say it's always bad weather in that region? Il fait toujours mauvais temps dans cette région. And I said it rains there very often and it's, there's a lot of wind. Il y pleut très souvent et il y a trop de vent. Il y a is the most useful phrase, I think, in French. It means there mm-hmm. is. Or ago. Very useful. And then, no, not always. Non, pas toujours. You exaggerate. Tu exagères. Perhaps, or maybe. Peut-être. In any case. En tout cas. The autumns are very humid there. Les automnes sont très humides là-bas. And here, what's the weather like in winter? Et ici, il fait quel temps en hiver? Okay. If it freezes, il gèle, and it snows, et il neige, uh, generally for two months. En général, pendant deux mois. But this year, mais cette année, it's Less cold than last year. Il a fait 
moins froid que l'année dernière, okay. which would actually be past tense here. Okay. It has been less cold, I suppose. Yeah. Okay. Um, so can I quickly just ask you about the four different seasons? So how do you say, for our, our audience, so how do you say winter? L'hiver. Spring. Le printemps. Summer. L'été. And autumn. L'automne. Okay. And how do you say it's good weather? Il fait beau. It's bad weather. Il fait... Mm. <laughs> you could say il fait moche okay. or il fait mauvais temps. Moche, like ugly, right? Mm -hmm, that's okay. it. Um, how about it's windy? Um, il y a du vent. Okay. It's hot. Il fait chaud. It's cold. Il fait froid. It, it's raining or it rains. Il pleut. Um, it's, we don't normally say this in English, but I know you say it in French. So it's freezing, it's cold, it freezes, you know, things are icy. How, how, il mm gèle. -hmm. Uh, okay. Um, how about it's, we said cold, hot, I think we got all the big weather ones. Um, did we get the snow? It's snowing? No, I don't think we did. How do you say that? Neige. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. And so then to ask, what's the weather like? Uh, il fait quel temps? Okay. Or uh, quel, quel temps fait-il? Could you say to you? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, this is inverted. Um, usually when you invert uh, the verb and the subject in French, it tends to sound very formal and it's not so much used. But uh, I suppose for books, it can be useful. Okay. All right. Um, what else do you think that a, a, a student, a beginning student of French should know about the, the, to talk about the weather that maybe we didn't cover in our lesson today? Well, I think we covered everything. Maybe just a few things we could uh, point out to them would be the use of the, the verb faire, to okay. do. We are actually saying it does plus an adjective. We are saying it does hot, it does cold for um, most things that are related to the weather. So we would say, il fait chaud, literally, he does or it does uh, hot, mm -hmm. but that means that the weather is uh, warm or hot. Um, so this is very important not to forget that. Otherwise, if you, if you use another verb, it might sound like you're talking about something else, not the weather. So il fait chaud, il fait froid. Mm. Yeah, anything else? No, I think... I think that's it. That's that's a a lot here. Um, okay, so actually, you know what? Quickly, I want to go through, and I'm just going to say a month in English because that's always helpful to to talk about. You know, months, you know, weather, season, that kind of thing, and then and then we're gonna um, and then we'll we'll say goodbye. So really quickly, because that would be a logical question. Like, you know, what's the weather like in January? Right? What's the weather like in February? Mm -hmm. So um, January. Janvier. February. Février. March. Mars. April. Avril. May. May. June. Juin. July. Juillet. August. Août. September. September. October. Octobre. November. 
November. And December. December. Excellent. Okay. Um, Gail, this has been awesome. If you, anyone who's listening, remember that you can connect with Gail on iTalkI, and I'm going to put a link down in the show notes to her profile so you can connect with her. It's an amazing way to learn languages. You can speak to a native speaker from from anywhere in the world. Um, and I'm also going to put my a link, my affiliate for iTalkI link. And if you sign up with my affiliate and you uh, link and you like it, then I get to spend more time learning languages on iTalkI. I get $10. And then if you like it, you can refer it to somebody else, um, et cetera. So I, merci beaucoup. Thank you so much, Gail. And we will see merci. you on iTalkI. Au revoir. Merci beaucoup. Au revoir. For more resources on learning and teaching languages, to get on our mailing list, or to get the workbook for this course, be sure to visit reallifelanguage.com slash reallifelanguageblog. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating.